0: Hello there! You are listening to At the Well, the weekly Bible podcast. that helps you see yourself in the stories of scripture. I'm Jerrell I'm Charles. And I'm Eli. And we're delighted that you're joining us for this week's discussion. Guys, how how we how are we doing today? I'm very tired today. Really? I don't, I don't know about you guys. I'm playing it off well. <laughs> you, but I, you are, because I d I didn't know. I'm I'm realizing how tired I am. Oh you're now.
1: realizing. I mean we live together, so I know what oh. I know what you look like and how you act when you're when you're tired.
0: I look angrier than I am.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you fooled me. This is good. I'm actually feeling rested and good. So I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. No apology. Uh, I was very
0: well rested when I woke up this morning. And I felt great, and then like was di- dipping a little bit. But literally just a couple minutes ago, was like, ooh, I am getting kind of sleepy.
2: Maybe it's the itis from the food.
0: I think maybe you know what that's it this is the issue with having snacks at our recording sessions <laughs> just gorge myself on was it beef patties that you brought but Jamaican beef patties yeah, your fault you're <laughs> welcome for bringing all these carbs and lipids in here no. <laughs> okay science teacher I'm literally in lipids. literally teaching my kids biochemistry right now so it's fresh on the brain oh, nice <laughs> nice talk nice, about nice. some glycosidic bonds
2: <laughs> oh over my head I'm well <laughs> To answer your question. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm not that tired, but it's starting to hit me. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, it's starting to hit you. Oh, no. I was looking right at my screen at exactly what I was going to say and just... What is wrong with me? It's I am, those lipids. It's those lipids. Wow, I am so sorry, <laughs> listeners. I am I was in the zone in, abruptly out of said zone. But let's things get start, get things started for real with our question of the week. If you'd like to submit a question for us to answer during this segment, you can email us at threeguys at the well at gmail.com. That's the number three. Then guys at the well, all one word in lowercase at gmail.com. Our question today comes from a friend of ours named Brendan, and he asks us, well, he mentioned that the Big Ten for college football fans is coming back this fall. They announced it this week or last week. And he's asked, are we excited, and who are we cheering for? I think, just disclaimer,
1: we don't have. I certainly have not read everything about how they're bringing this bringing back. Apparently, it's, it's safer than when they originally said that the the football season wouldn't happen all that that i so i don't have the full information i still think it's irresponsible um so i, I mean yeah i'm excited i guess because football uh, college football is great i you know i i stepped outside this morning and i was like this is football weather But like, i golf feel like <laughs> i mean it is golf weather but it's <laughs> like i need to have college game day on and get ready for mm. uh, i'd be cheering for the spartans obviously and, of course, the Terrapins, but I believe... Really uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm I, a Terrapin all the way, but I bleed green and white. Gotcha. Go, go Spartans. It's so, a very
0: serious condition that you need to get checked out.
1: <laughs> and does the lipids have anything to do with it?
0: Yeah, a lot of them. And, uh, okay. you know, <laughs> diseased ones. <with it. laughs>
1: so I'm torn because I think it's an irresponsible move, but...
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I... They decided not to do it a month ago, maybe a little over a month ago, and they're going back on it. And I, I've heard, I, I would need to look more into it, I've heard that they do have more of a plan and better they have a better ability to like contact trace and things like that. But it it reeks of, we thought for a second about doing the right thing, but money. And yeah, yeah. That's, that's something, especially considering the fact that the NCAA holds up this amateur status so that it doesn't have to pay its players that they're that are basically pro athletes all the time for them to kind of go back on that, mostly for themselves. Even if the players are at risk, yeah, I don't feel very good about that. Um, it's pretty hypocritical. But yep. the NCAA is, as an entity, is pretty hypocritical. Yep. Um, but I, hopefully, I I'm cheering more for everyone to be safe. Um, Ooh. Yes. And aside from that, would love the. Michigan Wolverines to beat Ohio Ooh, State. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See. See. Wow. 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 Judge Sorry, nuts. that
1: was yeah, that was a little preemptive. I pre-emptive mean, we, judgment that <laughs> did not need to happen because Ohio State's the worst.
0: I mean, Charles, let's not get it get it confused. We will beat Michigan State. I hope we beat Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, as you both know, I don't care about sports. Um, so I just hope that all the players are safe. God bless you all. Wear a mask. Love your neighbor. Terps though, so <laughs> <laughs> I they have enough of my money. <laughs> I did though to pay that back or to like at least get a little bit of that back. My saw so- my freshman and sophomore year. I went to every home football game, and unfortunately, those were the two years that we were not great. So, well, not just two years, but um, <laughs> I was gonna say, have they been not <laughs> no, no, not great? Not, no, no. <laughs> not great is the status quo, but they they were particularly sad. I was a a, a faithful terp <laughs> when I went to school. Good for you. Good for me.
0: You should be a Lions fan. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've suffered enough. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> Drill and I haven't have no, had enough no. suffering. No no no, it's okay. It's uh,
1: it's character building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Hashtag hope. fire Patricia. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow! <laughs> Poor Patricia. Okay. <laughs>
0: This is, this is the podcast where we don't talk at all about the Bible, we just talk about sports. Oh, hashtag get Caldwell second chance. Okay, so this week's actual Bible passage, if you can believe it, is from the book of Jonah. So we're looking at chapter 3, verse 10, and chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. If you have your Bible and you aren't driving, you can start turning there now while I set the scene. Jonah still smelled like fish as he sat on the east side of Nineveh. His journey to the great Assyrian capital city had been strange to say the least. After fleeing God's presence to Tarshish, Jonah found himself thrown overboard and swallowed by a massive fish. A heart to heart with God from the fish's belly restored Jonah's faith in God and willingness to do so, to do as he commanded, preach a message of repentance to the people of Nineveh. Now the job was done. And from Jonah's perspective, all that was left was the fireworks. Nineveh, after all, was wicked. They worshipped other gods, and at one point in history, even laid siege to Jerusalem. Finally, Jonah would get to watch their well-earned destruction as the great city went the way of Sodom and Gomorrah. But as Jonah waited, no fire fell from the sky. The earth didn't swallow them whole. Plagues didn't descend upon the nation. God had relented. And Jonah was furious. Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became angry. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, was not this what I said when I was, cu- when I was still in my country? Therefore, I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Therefore, now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side. There he made himself a shelter and sat under under it in the shade, till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a plant and made it come up over Jonah, that it might be shade for his head to deliver him from his misery. So Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But as morning dawned the next day, God prepared a worm, and so it damaged the plant that it withered. And it happened when the sun arose that God prepared a vehement east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head that he grew faint. Then he wished for death for himself and said, It is better for me to die than to live. Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And he said, It is right for me to be angry, even to death. But the Lord said, You have had pity on the plant for which you have not labored, nor made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city in which are more than 120,000 persons who cannot discern between their right and their left, and much livestock? Gentlemen, in what ways is Jonah just like us?
2: So, Jonah is just like us in that uh, many of us fall into taking the stance of hating the sinner for their sins, uh, rather than just hating their sins and loving the person through growing out of that pattern of life. Like I, I relate. <laughs>
1: And, and also, even when you read it, it struck me <clears throat> that point is, is spot on. But Jonah recognizes the character of God <laughs> and still, yet, like, hates, doesn't know, like, he, he goes about hating the sinner instead of hating the sin, right? He says, uh, uh, I know that you are a gracious <laughs> God and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. And, and like, he's witnessed the 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 repentance of an entire city, and he's like, "But you're going to destroy him anyway." Like he he's so focused, and we that's how often do we do that? Amen. How often hmm. do does the body of Christ say, "I God is merciful; He's forgiven me; He's brought me from death to life; I've experienced the mercy of the Lord." But those people, yeah, but then, then know, withhold it but from other this people. This sin, yep. Yep. but uh, you know, surely that yeah. sin, this situation is not. God, I know you've saved me, but that might, uh, Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: preach. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, and it's, it's funny because Jonah almost cites how good God is as a reason he didn't want to go in the first place. It's weird because, <laughs> like, part of it is, like, Assyria had been enemies to Israel a lot. Like, there's a lot of, like, conflicts in, in context to why Jonah would, like, fear them and hate them. But, like, some of it is probably that, but it's also just that he's... It's almost him saying, like, see, this is why I didn't want to come. Because I came here to see them smote. And because you are so good and... It's a weird, like, backhanded, like, grievance while also complimenting God. Like, you're so good and merciful, abundant in kindness and, like, uh, in patience that I knew you wouldn't burn these people where they stand. And that's why I don't even want to be here because that's what I came here for. Like, in that way, Jonah is like us because... He sometimes prefers judgment over mercy. Yes,
1: I wrote that. Yes. Amen.
0: Like he prefers the judgment of others over mercy, even though, and I love to your point, Charles, the hypocrisy of someone who literally, God had to go get him. Like God had to go get him off a ship. He had to get like, send a fish. He had to go get him out of the fish. And out of his mercy, did not let Jonah drown, did not let the fish eat him and brought him to bring over a hundred thousand people to repentance so Jonah is well aware of how good God is, but does not want to see that goodness extended to people who are the other from who he is. Right. And it's it's, yeah, he's just like us because in that way he's a hypocrite.
2: <laughs> I mean, also talk about like the whole go getting him thing. Mm-hmm. It is so funny to me how close Jonah has to have been with God, yeah. like on this ship. I imagine it's like pick me up and throw me into the sea. He's telling them like. I know why. Shoot! I know why he's after me. This is this is not a, a regular storm. This is God. Oh, uh, all right, just toss
0: me over. Like he's it's he a has, mild inconvenience.
2: Like he he know that's crazy to me that he knows God so well. He's like, I know what this is, guys. Calm down. And to have that and to still be so against what God's purposes are, and this to to. To borrow your your phrasing, this is a cautionary tale to the familiar Christian mm. of, like, don't think just because you've known Jesus, because you've walked with him for a long time, that, that somehow makes you special or you don't need to fall or you get to negotiate with God. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not your place. You're still a disciple. You're still a servant. Go disciple. Go serve. Mm. Um and I'm speaking to myself as aggressively as I am to everybody else because <laughs> mm-hmm. Lord knows <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I get up on my high horse and I start seeing like negotiating with the King of Kings mm-hmm. and it's like that's just that doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, it's just this story is filled with irony. It's just yeah. it's a it's the the irony is astounding, even with with um, uh, when steadfast love is. Uh, extended to Jonah through the fish, mercifully um, swallowing him, eating him, whatever. That's a, it's a it's a saving mechanism mm-hmm. from drowning from him in the in the belly of the fish. There's this beautiful prayer that Jonah prays in chapter two, mm-hmm. where he thanks the Lord for his um, for the fish and for saving him um, when he was uh, you know turning away, running away from the Lord. Um, but when that same steadfast love is extended to the Ninevites, Ninevites, he's he's filled with anger. What irony. Like Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's it's absolutely nuts and but it hits so close to home because yeah, sometimes that is us. And I think there's something there in Jonah that I think the way that we learn from him is to like I love your point, Eli. It's like to the familiar Christians, which seems to be like a theme of a lot of the episodes we've done this season of like, to those that would claim Christ and believe themselves to know God. um, Like, like there's a verse in 1 Peter, of like, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God um, and he will exalt you in due time. And there's something here, especially about Jonah, of not posturing yourself in a way that you hold other people's sins against them in a way that Jesus does not for you just because they sin differently than you do. Mm-hmm. Like There's something in there about <clears throat> recognizing the fallenness of man and even more than just like not judging people and not like uh, being someone who is quick to turn away people because they sin differently than me. There's something in there of Jonah that I, and I think it's a promise that it's something that God offers us to be a people that desire mercy and desire repentance i think that sometimes whether it's a personal relationship or if it's a something in the state of the world in general it's it can be so easy to i know i fall into this a lot to be overcome with uh grief or anger about things and for our hearts to naturally turn to like i want like rebuke Mm. i want vengeance i want like fiery indignation against people who are perpetrating terrible things against other people. And I think that righteous anger absolutely has its place. But ultimately the heart of God is one that wants to see his kids repent. The heart of God is one that does not, that ultimately is not like we see with Israel. He says, this will happen if you do not turn, but as soon as you do, I will be merciful to you. So if the heart of God is one who as, the only person who can judge and can bring about that kind of call to like, like calling things to what they are. If his heart is still quick to relent from doing harm and it is quick to relent from judgment, even earn judgment, then who are we to want that for other people more so? Like there's a, 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 something there to commend us to have a heart that desires mercy in the way that God does.
1: Yeah, and when we don't, when we when we don't do that, when we're like Jonah, I was just I think there's just a pride and an arrogance shown mm. here that we often, myself especially, uh, fall into, and it, it where the de- the perceived depravity of a group of a sin of a situation is worse than our own. Mm-hmm. Yet Romans three twenty three, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um, just love, just because someone sins differently than us, like you know, all have sinned. We have all mm-hmm. fallen short of the glory of God. We are all in need of the mercy and the grace and the love of of God. Like, just, <laughs> period. Yeah. Well, well.
2: Um, there's this, so it's funny, after the fish vomits Jonah up, um, the word of the Lord come uh, comes again a second time to Jonah, and he gives him the same uh, command, go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim, to the masses uh to uh, and to and proclaim to it the message I give you. Um and it's funny that, like I have and I have either of you ever done this where you tried to like wait out the Lord like, Lord I'll w- I'll I'll get a different command from you. <laughs> like maybe after maybe after this whole thing, you know, washes over, uh you'll tell me something else because maybe I'll get my way. And God as soon as he as soon as he was up on shore after being vomited up, he's like So I still want you to do that thing that we talked about before. You remember? I I still—I didn't choose another prophet to go to Nineveh. It's still you, and now you're learning that your heart is an issue. That maybe I'm also trying to curb in this. So like, oftentimes it's just this notion of like, just because you're a prophet who's been elected to do something, doesn't mean that God is also not training you up in something particular as well. Mm. Like God, God's uh, work in this situation was twofold. One, He was trying to get everyone in Nineveh to repent, but He was also trying to work on Jonah's. Uh, capacity to offer grace to other people. Mm. Um, mm. and yeah, how many times have have we all just like been confronted with that, with that as a task? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like the way that you describe Jonah's situation because I keep getting images of like Jonah as a kid whose mom has very clearly said, "You need to go clean your room," and he like leaves and go to a, goes to a friend's house. And she shows up at the friend's house. And they just hear someone screaming from downstairs, Jonah! Jo- Jonah! And, like, Jonah's boys are like, what happened? And she, he's like, be cool. It's just my mom. I need to I need to handle this. And then he tries to, like, get out of it. And he's like, you remember when we say clean your room? I need you to go do that. Yeah. But, but just Lord having to go, like, pick him up and bring him, like... I'm not asking. I'm not
2: asking. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. But, no, I think... That's a really good point of like training us up in that ability while also giving us work to do. Like We haven't arrived right. when we get to a place of God entrusting us to say, like, I want you to reach out to this person. I want you to reach out to these people. I want you to be an ambassador for Christ in the world in this way. That doesn't mean we've graduated exactly. to a point where God's not also teaching us something through that work itself. Yeah. And we need to be sensitive to that. Um, I guess a question for you guys. In what ways do because we we've, we've all seen ourselves like falling into desiring judgment and not mercy. We've falling falling into like a ranking of sins and needing to repent from that. Um, in what ways in your lives have you been able to kind of combat that? Like what do you do to combat this maybe inclination to be more judgmental or just to not actually want to see people repent, but want to see them like suffer consequences for a lack of faith or sin in a particular area. Like, I guess, how do you combat this part of our nature, which is all too real and makes us just like Jonah?
2: Um, so, for me, I have a list of my—I don't know how helpful—it's it, actually helpful for me. Um, in my phone, I have a note. You know, like notes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the title is "So You Don't Forget," and it's just a list of my baggage. Oh. That I've been working on, or that the Lord's that's like that the Lord has made me aware of over the past few months, mm-hmm. and whenever I feel myself getting like overly heated or overly whatever, super negative emotions that aren't edifying to anyone else or helpful to me. Um, I read through that, um, and I've started to take up the habit. I made this list like two, three weeks ago, and because this is a time when I'm being super critical of a lot I'm I'm critical of people who um, don't fit my idea of what racial equality or social injustice uh, comes about. I'm I'm critical of, of or I was super critical of people who voted a certain way. I was super critical of this, that and the other. Um and I could see it poisoning the way I was thinking about fellow image bearers. Mm. Um, and so I became convicted. It's like, oh, remember yourself. Mm-hmm. And sort of to Charles's earlier point, we all fought for the glory of God, right? That Romans three twenty three. So that's what I have a note.
1: Mm. I like that. that's bold, man. I, I was just trying to find it. I I can't find it. I know in Proverbs and there's a bunch of other places in Scripture that talk about <laughs> uh, pride and judgment and how um, how bad they are and 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 pointing to like. Um, all of, you, know, I'm a sinner. Everyone's a sinner. Um, I have no place for judgment, and and there's with judgment, there is, there can't be no ju- There can be, there can't be any judgment without the sin of pride as well. Mm. And just like, as I've read the word, and how often pride is highlighted and talked about, and um, and just said like it's just not good um, I, oftentimes as I read the scripture, that's what helps me. Like, man, I, I have no place. This is mm-hmm. not for me. Like I, I can't judge, um, I, that there's some pride there. Um, and you know, I'm the one thing I define Proverbs 29, 23, a person's pride will bring humiliation, but one who is lowly in spirit will attain honor. Like just one, maybe not the greatest, mm-hmm. um, example, but like I don't want to be humiliated because I'm going to be humiliated yeah. if I'm judging yeah. others. Like, I, because th- that's not my place. That's the Lord's. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I, so yeah. I don't know if that answers the question really well, but I think it does.
2: But I wanted to add something super important. Yeah. Like, do you notice that? Okay. So we're talking a lot about judging others and judgment overall. Mm-hmm. Judging others in a biblical context is like condemning them to to hell or destruction mm-hmm. right it's saying you don't deserve any grace any mercy mm. but god tells jo- uh, tells jonah to preach against nineveh mm. so he still wants him to tell them that they're sinning like judging other people mm. is not informing them that they're sinning that's what like christians jews prophet like we god's people are called to point out sin. Mm-hmm. pointing out sin is not the same thing as judging someone. Yeah, You're delivering a message on behalf of God and behalf of the kingdom. Mm. So I wanted to call, like, call to attention the difference between passing judgment mm. and assessing someone's actions.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there's there's a lot here because love doesn't mean acceptance. Or like approving of anything. Or approving of right. anything. Like, and, and I know there's a, a sense out there that... Um, You know, loving means exclusion from, like, pointing out the faults of others. But actually, if love, the agape love, um, love that reflects the heart of Christ, it does not um, exclude actually calling out sin in a loving way. Um, And it doesn't mean acceptance of things that are clearly not aligned with the Lord. And it's a fine balance, this nuance and I'm sure... It's it's, it's difficult. very difficult, mm-hmm. and we probably are not the authority, or in any way, <laughs> shape, or form, uh, equipped to handle the conversation. Right. But I think it's a really good
0: point. Yeah, it doesn't not being judgmental in a negative sense, or like condemning someone, isn't the same as pointing out sin. And if you are pointing out sin, you need to do so as someone who is aware of their own sin. And mm-hmm. it's like if I'm going to call this out in someone, uh, I think part of it as well as like having having the relationship to do so, but also doing so as a fellow fallen uh, person who needs the mercy of Jesus Christ every day. Um, I think uh, for me, I try to, when I, similar to you, Eli, like I get very angry uh, with people who, with people who either like do not, don't, like I so said, don't lie with, with um, thoughts I have about like, Racial equality or just equality in a lot of different ways. Um, People who appear to be like fine being ignorant if it means they're comfortable, particularly inside the church, that like infuriates me. Um, And I know for myself, like where I struggle with pride is like my initial response is like, no, I just like, I know you're wrong in this, and I want you to know that you're wrong. And I want you to feel bad about the fact that you're wrong. And I want you to like see the consequences of you being wrong. Like there's a big part of me that's like, I want how wrong you are to be thrown in your face yeah. hmm. because like you've, cause you've angered me. Yeah. And like the hypocrisy of that is like, God doesn't treat me like that. <laughs> like God doesn't look at me and say, I want you in all the ways that you are wrong to be thrown into your face because you've offended the God. And so if, if God doesn't treat me that way, I shouldn't treat others. But I try to, when I find myself just wanting people to be called out and that's it kind of like what Jonah wanted, like call them out and then like shut it down. I try to extend in my mind like the the idea of like, but what would happen if something actually got through? And this is specifically on issues that aren't like a matter of opinion. It's like, no, there's sin here. There's an incorrect interpretation of scripture or just straight up idolatry. So it's not like The things that I'm saying are my own preferences it's like no there's biblical standing for why what is being said or what is being done does not just grieve my heart but God's heart but when it comes to like so when I say them getting it I just want to be clear I'm not saying they're getting my opinion it's like no you're getting the scriptural backing for something Um, and so I try to extend to my mind like but what if something actually got through like what if this person who is active in sin in this way that you personally are very offended by or angry at what if not even you someone got through to them in this area and they began to turn their life around towards repentance wouldn't you want to see that more like doesn't ask doesn't that actually solve the problem like doesn't that actually get to the heart of what that person needs and what the body of christ at large needs and what the world at large needs don't you want more repentant hearts in the church and in the world than unrepentant people who are just like called out in their sin and then don't address it anymore and so i think there's a very practical and functional thing where i extend and say well yeah actually actually one of those things one of those outcomes satisfies my own pride Mm -hmm. and desire for what i see is like vengeance or like uh repayment the other one builds up the body and is a powerful witness to the power of jesus christ on earth and i want to want the latter amen Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out at at atthewell.podbean.com. We upload new episodes every Monday on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can also connect with us on Twitter and Instagram by searching 3GuysAtTheWell, and head over to our Facebook page to keep the conversation going and a space reserved for further discussion of the topics we cover in each week's episode. We'll talk to you next week here at The Well.